0: I'm Matthias Spiegel and I'm Ronald Donaldson and welcome to another episode of but Uh, that's that's a a different
1: story Where we bring you stories so lucid you'd think you were controlling Sigmund Freud's body at a swinner's party That's a thinker Ronald and by that I mean I think it makes no sense at all doesn't it? No, poor Matthias It takes a trained mind to fully understand the slurpy secrets of the soggy spaghetti that is the brain.
0: Now wait a second. I've been doing some pretty serious brain training lately. Haven't you seen me play with my retro cool skip it, bop it, Simon Says, and hula hoop at the same time?
1: Yes, all while reciting facts from the latest zoo books. It's very impressive. And disruptive. But I'm talking about synchronized swimming in the deep end
0: of the subconscious. Ah, I see. I prefer being dom-conscious. I get off on forcing myself to think. I like thinking long and hard. Yeah, I like thinking really hard thoughts. Baby.
1: Well, that will haunt my dreams tonight. And speaking of dreams, that's
0: what today's story is all about. That's right, Ronald. And before we put our listeners to sleep, let's get right to it with the story we're calling Winners Winners and and Snoozers.
1: I was crossing the Montana state line into Wyoming when the guilt started to hit. I had just finished an interview in the remote Montana desert with an esteemed and esteemy Fossilier. At the end of our interview, I grabbed what I assumed to be the Fossilier's last remaining water supply and dashed away in my tourist bus. As I sped away, I thought back to when I was a child, when I would often spend recess in the school's sandbox. I remember the day when I was with a schoolyard chum playing our favorite game of camel toe, where one of us acted as a camel and towed the other across the sand. That day, I was getting towed when my friend was stunned by a scorpion. Because he had a lame leg, I was forced to shoot my camel comrade and sleep in his carcass to survive the cold desert night. It was all play, of course, except it turned out my friend really was stunned by a scorpion. That, plus my intense commitment to the game, left me terrified of being alone in the desert without water. All of the driving and reminiscing made me sleepy, and apparently I started dozing off somewhere along I-90 in the middle of South Dakota, or as North Dakotans call it, the Lesser Dakota. I had a dream I was the back half of a camel costume, and I was tap dancing on quicksand, The front half of the costume detached itself and launched down a 500-foot clear waterslide right in front of me. As I was sinking in the quicksand, I watched the camel twist and turn down the slide, until it paradoxically spat right out back in front of me, knocking into me with the force of, well, the front half of a camel knocking into a person. I immediately woke up and saw that I had crashed the tour bus into the lobby of a hospital. While asleep, I had driven through South Dakota and into Minnesota. Luckily for me, I drove right into the Mayo Clinic's smaller, cheaper, and less credited sister clinic, the Mustard Center. A woman pulled me out of the wreckage and brought me to her office. She introduced herself as Lunessa Pubella, dream coach. Intrigued, and possibly concussed, I told her I was a reporter and asked if I could record our session. So I'm uh, Ronald Donaldson, and I'm here with uh, Lunessa Pubella. Is that right?
0: Yes, that's correct. Lunessa Pubella. Oh, well, thank you for for seeing me. Uh, Seeing you, and I must say, I kind of saved you, too. I pulled you out of that car wreckage. Grizzly, grizzly stuff.
1: (laughs) You you really did, and I appreciate it. Um, Yes, I did. I think Kid A Grizzly on the way in.
0: It's fur everywhere.
1: Everywhere.
0: Teeth, and claws.
1: I know, it was so so disgusting. Uh, Honey.
0: Everything is so sticky.
1: Yes, I I was <laughs> in Wyoming, so I drove through Yosemite.
0: Or it no. F- <laughs> Yellowstone. <laughs> <laughs> they must have just picked a fresh a fresh bee honeycomb. <laughs> there's honey everywhere.
1: Yes, uh, I mean, please feel free to have some. Uh, it's the least I can do for someone who, who pulled me out of the wreckage. And... That's a,
0: There's, I have a graham cracker right here. I can scrape some honey off of your forehead. Mm. Mm. I love fresh honey. Mm. Yes, there's the leash.
1: Well, thank you, uh, Miss Pubella? Yes. Mrs.
0: Pubella? Miss Pubella.
1: Ah, Miss Pubella. Uh I mean, thank you. Um, am I here for observation?
0: No. No. I see that you were sleeping in the wheel when you entered the hospital.
1: <laughs> and
0: Yeah. Uh I thought well, this is a prime patient uh for me as I am uh, what you would call a dream coach. A dream coach? I guess I would call
1: that a dream coach, because you just told me that.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. So, I figured if your dreams are causing you so much trouble that you crash into my hobbit stole, that that uh, you could probably use some coaching. Wow, I
1: never thought of it that way, but you're right, I could... I think it was a dream that caused this crash, and I've been having weird dreams all my life. So you're a dream coach. Now, how does that work if I'm asleep?
0: (laughs) How does it work? What does a dream coach mean? How do you be a dream coach? Well, first you dream, and as you dream, I coach you. And I coach you to have better dreams and to be all that you want to be in your dreams. So let's say when you take a dream... And you awaken your dream, and poor little orphan boy you are, um, on the streets of old-timey London, and holes in shoes, and stovepipe hat, but missing top, and <laughs> sounds like pretty shitty dream, right?
1: <laughs> well, hold on now. Are is there singing and dancing? Am I in the, the musical Oliver?
0: No, no singing, dancing. All sad.
1: Oh, that is very sad. <laughs> then yes, I would I think that would be a pretty bad dream if I were an yes. orphan.:
0: You an orphan and an urchin, but not the good kind in the water. The bad kind. Or the unfortunate kind, I should say. Right, yes, no, no, no. Uh, so I would like to turn your dream from being an urchin of the land. To be an urchin of the sea, where you can float freely, attached to some kind of whatever urchins attached themselves to. Sea rocks, let's say. <laughs> would you much rather be a beautiful urchin on the sea rock or an urchin of the street begging for ohms? Wow. Um hmm. I guess in, in both your I- dreams, of course. In both instances,
1: I people would probably be stepping on me but I would much rather be an urchin being stepped on. I mean, the sea urchin. And get my revenge on yes. people's feet.
0: Yeah, You can be as poisonous as you want to as a sea urchin in your dream with <laughs> a little tutelage and coaching from me, Lunessa Pubala, dream coach. That's amazing. You can help me do
1: that. Now, does that happen... I- as I'm dreaming, or can you help me
0: while I'm awake? Well, help- let's start. It's a long process, and it kind of, you just have to go with the flow, you know? Like a sea urchin. Huh. Or I- a sea jellyfish. <laughs> they go with the m- flow Very That's long. true.
1: Not like the land jellyfish. No. Who just gets all, all up in your business, no matter what.
0: Yes. Oh, so contradictory. So, yes. First, we'd like to get to down to the root of your problem while you sleep in a car and crash into my hospital, stall. Yes. Hospital.
1: Now, are you going to put me to sleep so I could be in a trance-like state that we can communicate as I'm dreaming?
0: Hmm. Hmm. I never thought of putting someone to sleep before I guess I could put you in a sleeper hold (laughs) would would that be okay with you or if you think you can maybe fall asleep by a little close your eyes and I speak smooth to you (laughs) that could help too which do you prefer (laughs) a smooth sleep or (laughs) I have very strong arms I work out most days a week. Not always arms. You must give them a day to rest, recover, rebuild their tissue. But yes, I can I'm see that you I'm pretty sure you're... I could... What? Uh, I can see your
1: your arms are bulging. But, I mean, veins are popping out. Your shirt is ripped. Ripped yes, shreds.
0: I, I mostly wear sleeveless, rip the sleeves off of all of, all of my blouses. Mm-hmm. And I have oiled up my arms, so they get extra shiny. Well, I suppose since my arms are so oiled up, I might have a hard time getting your little noggin without slipping. (laughs) This might be an easier route to sleep on your own. Do you have any NyQuil?
1: Hmm. I do have some NyQuil. Uh, But unfortunately, it is... An actual quill that I write with. Ah. And Bill it dispenses. Nye's quill? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I write all of my science treaties on it. <laughs>
0: Treatises. <laughs> is it the same that he signed the treaty with Neil deGrasse Tyson?
1: It It, it is one and the same. Yes. Oh. Uh, from the what greats- a coveted quill. I would keep that in a
0: glass case.
1: Hmm. That's a, that's good coaching. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily a dream coach, but good life coaching there.
0: I think yes. I'll do that. Well, before we get to you, Dream, yes. why don't you tell me, what do you mostly dream about? Well, I, have you know, dream of
1: some pretty classic stuff, I gotta say. You know, your teeth falling out.
0: Oh, my teeth? But we've never met. How would you know my teeth? I must say, that is not that weird of a dream, as I am fully dentured. Oh.
1: Oh, I can see <laughs> your teeth are doing the, the chattering like a wind-up toy.
0: Yes, I had them custom-made, <laughs> so I could take them out and put them on my dish. <laughs>
1: it must help with eating corn, I imagine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all of that. The seemed seems to like it. I'm going to put these back in now. Okay.
1: They are oh, gorgeous. Yes. Gorgeous. Chompers.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, they're custom made to click-clack chatter on my desk.
1: Well, oh, so I guess maybe I was dreaming about that. <laughs> uh, well, I was also dreaming. I mean, that's one of my, my recurring dreams,
0: oh. I should say. Yes, please, tell me of your recurring dreams. What's the dream you have the most?
1: Uh, Probably I'm at my high school, and I'm completely naked, (laughs) except for a well-placed fig leaf. Yeah. And
0: I'm late for my biology class. Oh, the most important class all of high school, they say.
1: Yes, and we're learning specifically about fig leaves. Hmm. And private parts.
0: Yes, I would say, for any class that you're going to be in the nude, biology, perhaps the most important one. Except for maybe health class. True, or uh, drawing class. Yes, if you are a model, then I suppose (laughs) that would work out great. But this is myology. So, you arrive at the class. And what do you see? You walk in the door and I see the rest of the class are wearing parkas. Parkas.
1: Yes, covered head to toe hmm. in winter winter gear. Is
0: perhaps the heater at the school broken.
1: Well, I yes, in my dream usually I will look down at my body and it's pretty clear. It's cold. It's only because it's cold. And I keep, I yell, I shout that to the class. I say, it's just cold. It's,
0: it's just, just, you know. The, the feet leave Does it get frozen and crumble? Exposing you, it does. Yes, oh, every what time. What do the students say? Do they point and laugh?
1: They point and laugh uproariously. <laughs> uh, a lot of them, a lot of them, just keel over. They're laughing so hard they <laughs> die.
0: <laughs> so you not only cause yourself much embarrassment, but also murder. <gasps> oh gosh, I'm nervous. What? As a great sense of power so I can't say that this is all of a bad dream no?
1: well that's true I, at that we point think- in the dream yes I do start you know lording it over <laughs> the, the class and say I can control you and <laughs> live in fear of me I'm all powerful and great wow. and then I look down again and they laugh some more <laughs>
0: So even though you're all-powerful, you don't feel the power.
1: That's very Mm. true,
0: yeah. So, that is an interesting dream. Let's say, next time you find yourself in this dream, before you enter the classroom in the nude, go buy a parka. Head down to Burlington Coat Factory. Hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's the springtime now. You can probably find the reasonably priced parka for your dream. So I'm so in my dream,
1: usually I'm going down the hall to get to the biology class. I'm sort of going... I'm taking a left down a hall. So instead, you're saying I you should go. maybe...
0: Take a right. Oh. And as soon as you turn down that right corridor... You're in the men's section at oh. Burlington Coat Factory, and the discount rack is looking you right in the eye.
1: Oh, that's amazing. Now, do you think I could get Bernie Sanders wearing his famous winter coat and gloves? I mean, he's from Burlington.
0: <laughs>
1: yes. Could I make him appear in my dream?
0: He is the one... Ringing you up. (gasps) And he says, That's a very good choice. (laughs) (laughs) Because you pick the exact same ones as him. And you're twins now. Oh, twins. And he comes with you to class. Wow. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Yes. And will he help me against the kids laughing at me? Oh, yes. He gives them... What a scolding. What a scolding. He's so good at that. <laughs> I've never seen a finger wagged so hard. <laughs> and oh. it's a dream, so it's a extra... It's like one of the foam football fingers. <laughs> Imagine getting wagged that, Bernie Sanders' big finger. What a treat. <laughs> that would be,
1: yes, so much power. I'd feel so powerful then.
0: <laughs> yes, and then you could take one of... It doesn't matter how cold you are. You say, look at Bernie Sanders' big finger. <laughs> and I would sort of point from his finger
1: down to my body and <laughs> t- yes. to make a comparison. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yes>. exactly. <laughs> uh. <laughs> say, Bernie, can you put your hand here for a minute, please? <laughs> <laughs> and then I would... <laughs> Just oh. in front of it, just to replace the fig leaf. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> and I would lift my eyebrows suggestively and make that hand motion, being like, huh?
0: <laughs> yes. Now, wouldn't that be much of, such a much more pleasant dream? That would be
1: so pleasant. That would be so wonderful. What a great dream. <laughs> wow. So,
0: that's lesson number one.
1: Oh. Now by putting a number 1 after the lesson implies there are maybe more.
0: There are more. Yes, many lessons in the dream coaching world.
1: Uh, of course, yes, that's can't learn it all with just one dream. No. So <laughs> So you give this to you all your patients, you help your patients sort of better their dreams.
0: Yes, many patients come to me with their problems. say, you know, every time I dream, I wet the bed. And I say, what are you dreaming of? And they say, scuba diving. I say, well, there's your problem. <laughs> don't dream of the water where you're submerged. Why don't you dream of the tundra? For those who do not know, that is a desert of ice. (laughs) The desert of ice. Yes. And they say, oh, okay, we can do that. Let's give it a try. And then they say, oh, Lunessa, it's so cold now. I don't wet the bed, but I'm so cold. (laughs) Yes, I I think they're
1: going to need a coat there, too.
0: Yes, I say, (laughs) well, you're in the tundra. Well, first they say, but it worked. You didn't wet the bed, did you? And they say, yes, you're right, you're right, but so cold. So I say, well, I mentioned when you're in the tundra, just beyond the horizon, you take a few steps, and there's a Burlington (laughs) Co-Factory. Oh. Go in. Do you find the discount (laughs) rack yes and you purchase yourself a nice duster
1: (laughs) oh yes the duster is sort of what cowboys wore in the sand desert so it would make sense it would work in a,
0: a nice desert yes and they say well if I'm going to buy a duster can I buy some cool shades too they say yes and they say if I'm buying cool shades how about a Box full of guns. They say yes. And they say, Instead of a tundra, can it be a bank of sorts? I say yes. <laughs> and they say Can I have a smoking hot hottie next to me, also in a duster? I say yes. <laughs> you say, Can we slide the duffel bag full of guns through a metal detector? <laughs> I say, Yes. He say, Can it go off? And have the guards look at me quizzically? I say, Of course. That's rude ends. Oh.
1: Can a song <laughs> by whatever they want to do from there. Can a sound by the propeller heads come on?
0: <laughs> well, DMCA might have some questions about uh, it, some yes. issues with that. So Dave that's what the D in DMCA stands for. Dreams. You don't say. Yes. Any time you hear music in your head, it's not quite the music that is as it is played on the radio. It's your own made-up cover version, because y- your brain can't get the rights. Wow, that explains a lot.
1: Uh Yeah, I've been listening, <laughs> or not listening, but all the, I, now I'm realizing whenever I dream of a Weird Al song, it sounds more like the original than
0: Weird Owl's <laughs> own. Yes, somewhere in between. That's yeah. where the dream songs live. So there's a whole uh,
1: agency that is policing your dreams. Mm-hmm. Well, I at mean, least
0: policing, I would say, maybe not so much, but lawyering, <laughs> filing suit against <laughs> their actions in your dream. I don't think there's a dream police. Not that really? I have come upon. What well, a you are free.
1: A song called the dream police.
0: Oh, really? Well, I've never dreamed it, (laughs) so I don't know.
1: Well, I guess you couldn't. It would be DMCA. (laughs) Run DMCA. DCM. You know what I mean.
0: Who? Dave Matthews Band. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You know, uh, he came up with that song, Ants Go Marching, after visiting me. That's quite the scoop. That's amazing.
1: So was he having dreams of ants?
0: No, he wasn't. He was having dreams of being a zebra.
1: (coughs) Ah, yes,
0: the black and and white horse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he's, you know, comes to me, Lunessa, I'm always dreaming of being a zebra in the Serengeti. Hmm. He he's like, that sounds wonderful. You don't like it? He's like, no. I'm terrible afraid of heights. And zebra's a little bit taller than me. And that freaks me right the hell out.
1: <laughs> oh no, so maybe like a foot taller and he's in the dream a foot taller and he looks down and he gets vertigo.
0: Vertigo knocks the zebra man clean on his back. And oh you know, no. It's- then he's just prey and uh, hungry, hungry hippo comes and about to devour him up, and then he wakes up terrible dream, you know. Yes, it must
1: Why be would hating you want marbles a dream like
0: that. Yes, well, especially if he wakes up, steps out of bed, slips on marbles, takes the tumble. That wouldn't help.
1: <laughs> no, oh no, poor Dave.
0: <laughs> poor Dave. So, what do I say to Dave? I say. Well, we'll keep you in the Serengeti. You seem to like the Serengeti. And to start, let's address this fear of heights. And I say, next time you dream, imagine you're a zebra, and your stripes turn to spots, Mm. and your legs turn to long, and your neck is (laughs) laffy-taffy. And as Laffy Taffy stretches, you look down and you get higher and higher and higher until neck is giraffe. Neck, Your neck is the neck of a draft and your body is the body of a giraffe. And you're a draft <laughs> now. <laughs> Quite the transformation. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and From he, says, getting...
0: <laughs> yes, he says, this is not helping. I'm so high. But I say, look, you're so high. But take a step and he takes a step he takes another step mm. and then I say gallop <sighs> and that does it and I see him galloping and galloping it's beautiful um, but then trips on the rock breaks his oh, neck no. terrible oh, no. awful and then come the hippos <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> the hungry hungry hippos are
1: <laughs> <laughs> tormenting <laughs> poor Dave Matthews you, you in dreams. seem to
0: He can't seem to get his center of gravity correct. He always ends up on his back, belly exposed, just ready for those hungry, hungry hippos to take a chomp of. And they're good at chomping. They're good at chomping. They got a whole game. (laughs) Like your teeth.
1: (laughs) Imagine if they had your teeth.
0: Sometimes, when I'm playing hungry, hungry hippos with my many nieces, I take out my teeth and I (laughs) say... A new player has entered the game, and I put my teeth in the middle, and I win. (laughs) The kids get a kick out of it. Oh, they love it. Oh, that's so fun. Yes. So, so obviously, these two long-legged animals not working so good for poor Mr. Matthews. Hmm. So I say, okay, let's work on the center of gravity thing. When you dream now no zebras, no long neck zebra turned giraffe let's do an anteater they're slow and low to the ground you can't run I would venture to say it would be pretty hard to flip an anteater on its back would you (laughs) agree?
1: oh I would wholeheartedly agree, I've thought about this often
0: (laughs) (laughs) good, me too Um, so, he's crawling around on the ground as an an anteater. He loves it. Oh. Loves it so much. And you know what he loves even more? No. When he comes up to an ant hole. (gasps) And he sees these ants. Guess what they do? I'm stumped. They come marching right in to his little mouth via <laughs> a long tongue sticked out as a like a sticky bridge wow. <laughs> kind of like in his songs yes
1: they've got some pretty sticky bridges
0: <laughs> yes exactly so that's how he comes up with the idea for ants come marching in and then to make the bridge of that song wild and sticky <laughs> wow <laughs>
1: So you not only helped him with his dreams, but with his songwriting as well.
0: Hmm. That's because all of creativity comes from dreams, you know? I did not know. This is
1: big news to me.
0: Yeah, whatever doesn't get used in a dream overflows into your conscious mind. Mm. And then that means you can write a book or perform a ballet.
1: Oh. Now, so you help people, uh, do you help them sort of uh, with that flow of creativity? Like if people are using up all of their creativity in a dream, can you help them push it into their conscious mind?
0: Truman Capote (laughs) comes to me. says, Lunessa Pubella. What Pubella. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what he sounds like.
0: <laughs> Just like that. All day, dream of mortars in my head. All day? All night. <laughs> I can't stop. He can't stop dreaming about the mortars every oh, day. No. And every night, he closes his eyes in a dream in the day on the subway station and he sees a murder and a mystery,, mm. but when he wakes up, he's too lazy. He already did a murder, you know?
1: <laughs> Wait, <laughs> he did a murder
0: in his dream. he's doing the murder he's 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 Jack the Ripper in his dreams Vanessa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> everything about this I can't it doesn't make sense I I don't want to be r- ripping apart young ladies in this street so close to these urchins yes <laughs> hmm a theme <laughs> yes so I say Mr. Capote Truman can I he says yes Thank you for including that. I say, you dream of these nasty things. And at the time, he was writing children's books. Uh Oh. (laughs) And so, I say, well, why don't you dream of what's your favorite candy? And he says, nerd's rope. (laughs) a good choice. That's yes, very good choice. So, I say, well, next time you are strangling a lady of the night in the back alleys of London, imagine that strangling utensil is but a nerd's rope. And mm. instead of strangling, you're feeding it to her. <laughs> he says, do I feed it to her until she chokes to death? I say, no, 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 no. <laughs> you each take an end. And you bite and bite and bite till you meet in the middle and share a smooch. Oh, (laughs) Lady in the Tramp style. Yes. So I I suggest this to him. He comes back to me. He says, all he can dream about now are polka dots and paisley skies. (laughs) Beautiful.
1: Oh (laughs) my gosh, you cured him.
0: Son is a baby. Uh, They took his term or his... Dream and they made so he actually did not get credit for this, but Teletubbies, that baby son, that straight from the mind of Tuman Capote. <laughs> but um but now he's able to dream about nice things and then write about horrible murders, you know?
1: Oh I see. Wow, so if it wasn't for you, we would have never had the famous In Cold Blood. So he was able to take that creativity, put it out in the world.
0: Yes. Before, it was still In Cold Blood, but it was an educational book about reptiles.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there are so many of those.
0: Yeah. So, yes. Kids book. So went from kids book to famous author. Much That's more Yes, that's incredible. You've done so much
1: for so many amazing people. I try. I'm and sure you do I've it done all
0: some things for not so amazing people too. Any people can come to me for life coach.
1: But for the dreams.
0: Yes, life coach for dreams. So dreams are your life. Yes, my life. That's what I meant. My life is dreams. So life coach, dream coach. Same. And
1: do you ever dream coach yourself? How no. are your dreams? I don't dream. But
0: not at all. <laughs> no. Oh, I take such strong sedatives every night <laughs> that oh. prevent me from sleeping uh peacefully and dreaming. Oh no. Or it just well, knocks me right out.
1: Now it sounds like if I were to dream coach you that or maybe not dream coach, but maybe this stems from earlier dreams you had as a child, and they were so strong that it brought you into this profession. How did you become a dream coach?
0: Well, that's a good question. Because I went to school for it. Oh,
1: I didn't know one could do that. Yes, I...
0: At one point, I was in medical school, as all of my sisters were. You have many nieces, as you've said, so... Many nieces. Even more sisters. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. What a large family. How many sisters? How many sisters? Twenty-four. Wow.
1: So, any brothers in there?
0: Nope. So, twenty-five... Children. Yes. So as you can imagine, growing up on the streets of Cincinnati.
1: <laughs> on the streets of Cincinnati? Were you an urchin?
0: Oh, I'm afraid to say we were all little urchins. Oh no,
1: the land kind, not the sea kind.
0: Yes, my parents exploded. <laughs> Spontaneous combustion. Oh, my. The damnedest thing. So it was me smack dab in the middle of all of my sisters. Hmm. But the most resourceful. So I would be together uh, became a traveling sister circus act.
1: (laughs) Well, that sounds like a lot
0: of fun. It was. Some days, I believe. That those were the best days of my life, but then I look at my Maserati parked outside, <laughs> and my fuck boy in the passenger seat. <laughs> oh yes, I could I could see him. I could see him yes, there. I'll p- pull the blinds here, and you can give a wave. Oh yes, hello.
1: Ooh, yeah, I could see. He's got some <laughs> short shorts and a tight shirt. <laughs>
0: Yes, he just waits in the car for me all day till I'm done. I live quite the life. I have an indoor waterfall. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't the even dream know. The coaching what that... business has been quite lucrative for me. Yeah,
1: you're yeah living, living the dream. <laughs> as it were. So, yes. Um... <laughs> But you were, but first, it sounds like there's a road to get there where you were part of a traveling sister circus, which I imagine there's yes. trapeze and
0: clowning. And uh, absolutely. So, yes, I was the lion tamer. Um, yes. So that taught Scary. me. Yes, but the way that I could tame the lion was that... I would whisper in its ear when it dreamed, when it sleep. And I would say, Mr. Lion, you're nothing but a little mouse, little mouse. And I would feed it pieces of cheese while it sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it. My dream. Mm. <laughs> and before long, it started to believe it was a mouse. Um, I would put a mousetrap in front of it and it would run away. Oh <laughs> so. <no>. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we did this for many years, going through the cities, making just enough to stay alive and stay happy with me and my sisters, losing only a few dozen along the way. Um, <laughs> losing them? They just yes. got
1: lost in the different cities?
0: Get married. Oh. Fall down a manhole. You oh. Know. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but by the time we make it to California and we do a big show in Los Angeles a big shot Hollywood producer comes to me and says Lunasa Pubella (laughs) we'd like to purchase the rights of your story and so I sold it for $4 million dollars wow my life rights and that after some retooling and several different edits became sister act oh oh
1: yes i'm familiar with that with that film now yes i see a bunch of women together performing
0: yes i believe they had to make some changes for continuity or whatever you know right right but I have now $4 million, and I say, my dreams have come true. And because my earliest dream from when I was but a child urchin was to have $4 million. Yes. So I dream it every night. I dream, I wake up in my dream, and I'm awake in my dream now, and I open. I get out of bed, I open the door, and I walk down a long hallway. Hmm. And there's one I could go left and one I could go right. And when I go right, I find a door that says money room. <laughs> <laughs> and then I walk in, and I see stacks and stacks of dollar bills. Stacks on stacks. And I count from one to four million. Oh, no. And every cent is there. And I say, I have four million dollars. I am so happy. And then I awake and I feel great. And because I achieved my dream now, I would like to help others have good dreams so that they can be happy in them. Well, that's so wonderful. That's so Although nice. I do miss my money dream, I have my own money room now. So, I don't have to dream anymore. That was my dream and I've achieved it. And I would love to help Others achieve it too. Wow,
1: that's very generous of you. And that's quite incredible. Do you ever go into your money room now and count all the stacks?
0: Yes. As I take my sedative, that's how I put myself to sleep. I Uh, put a chaise lounge in there so I can faint and when I'm done and wake up. The only thing that happens... And I do have a servant pick me up and carry me to bed, so when I want to... (laughs) Walk down the hallway and take a right. I can still do that.
1: Oh, I see. I mean, that's pretty amazing that you have...
0: Not nice to wake up in a money room, I can tell you that. No, it's not? No. Why not? Too green. Mm. (laughs) Hmm. Yes.
1: I felt that too whenever I've (laughs) woken up maybe in a field of grass or around trees or... Next to Oscar the Grouch.
0: And, uh, you know, I don't want to see George Washington's head so much.
1: Oh, that'd be terrifying, seeing millions and millions of disembodied
0: heads. I would say eight million eyes, but I think you only see the side of his head. I can't remember. Hmm. Probably two. So eight million eyes. Ah, don't
1: forget the eye on top of the pyramid.
0: Oh, the scariest. Illuminati. Of the bill.
1: Yes. Well, speaking of scary,
0: I, I mean, do you work on nightmares, too? Do you help? Well, I try to turn nightmares into not nightmares, into beautiful dreams. Oh. But some people don't want beautiful dreams. They want nightmares. So, Wes Craven.
1: Oh, he liked his nightmares. He loved them
0: but he could never remember what his nightmares were. After he, he woke up. Into so many Freddies and things like that.
1: Freddy famously killed teenagers in their dreams.
0: Yes. Well, here's how he gets the idea. Oh. <laughs> well, not so much that, but here's how I helped him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he- he can dream and dream, and he dreams, all right, not so bad, but okay, nightmares, more like ones you were describing, always naked. He's always <laughs> naked in his dreams. Hmm. And so I say, okay, first thing you do is when you wake up, so he dreams mostly of being in the suburbs, nude. Yes. And a cul-de-sac. And... It's the early morning. <laughs> it sounds like you... my dream
1: a cold sack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So much like it. <laughs> you two would probably get along pretty good. Oh. So, and it's, he wakes up. Because a bus boy or bus boy, a paper boy hits his face in the paper with the paper. Mm. Ouch! And he opens the newspaper, and it says, Wes Craven sucks." <gasps> what a nightmare! And then, as he's getting up, in the nude man in Middle Street, I cul the sack, and then the dads in the ropes come out one by one. <laughs> open the paper, (laughs) scratch their chins, look down from the paper, see nude Wes Craven in the coldness acumen, point and laugh and laugh and laugh. Oh, how terrible. How awful. So I said, Wes, I can call you Wes. He (laughs) says yes. Thank you. (laughs) I didn't ask. I told him. This is when I had started to gain some traction. I had my clout. I... I tell you I could call you this. Mm. <laughs> they said, okay.
1: And no one had ever called him just by his first name before. Is that right?
0: That's correct. I was the first. Incredible. <laughs> uh, so I say, okay, well, let's see. How can we do this? Let's say you wake up in the cul-de-sac <clears throat> and you get hit face with paper but this time, when you open the paper, it's a full-page ad for Burlington Gold Factory's <laughs> fire sale. Wow. <laughs> and the house at the top of the cul-de-sac is now <laughs> Burlington Gold Factory. And huh. you're so close. How about that? <laughs> and you look at the front door... And nowhere is it posted, no shocks, no shoes, no service. It's nowhere to be found. (laughs) Oh, so he can enter in the nude. Yes. And he enters, and right then and there he finds a real smart fedora.
1: (laughs) I didn't realize Burlington Coat Factory also sold sunglasses and hats. (laughs) Although I guess these are dreams, so
0: why not? They are a surplus store. That has many things. Yes. Um, Yes. So he finds a smart fedora, and then he goes and he says, "Oh, what is these? There's a whole section of topiaries
1: in Burlington Coat Factory.
0: In Burlington, it's a dream Burlington Coat Factory. Right, right. So he's got his smart fedoras, and nothing else really. Still nude." Still nude, and he goes. He says, "Wow, how are these topiaries so beautiful?" And who peeks from behind the topiary but Mister Scissorhands? <laughs> <laughs> and he says, "Wow, needle fingers, Mister." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did he become a child in that instance? In that second? <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: just for a moment.
1: Okay. <laughs> I mean, yes. Edward Scissorhands brings out the child and all of us.
0: <laughs> and then he says, "No, yeah, I'll have to remember that. That's a pretty cool idea." <laughs> and <laughs> then, and then, uh, assist, uh, an attendant comes out to help him, and the attendant says, "Hi, my name is Logan. <laughs> Let me." <laughs> Let me help pick out a smart top to go with your beautiful fedora. It's a little chilly today, so why don't we go to the sweater section? And they go to the discount sweater rack, and out from Logan's hands emerge little blades. Not even that little, big blades. Oh. And Wes scratches his chin and says, hmm, how about that? I'll have to remember that.
1: In the dream, he says. <laughs> In the
0: dream, yes.
1: A lot of chin scratching in this dream as well.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> this is where I, he says, "I'll have to remember that." So he he finds his <coughs> smart striped red and green sweater. He says, "Oh, this is lovely." Then, <coughs> um, then he says, "Okay, well, my ensemble is almost complete." All I need now are some khakis. So he heads over to the khaki section where a dude with knives for fingers (laughs) says, here's these khakis (coughs) and Wes scratches his chin and says, oh, what a neat idea. Knives for fingers. Kind of similar to these other two things. (laughs) huh?" And then the dude with knives for fingers is like, yeah, anyone can do it. Let me take you to our cutlery section. And he takes him to the Burlington Coat Factory cutlery section. And then so he grabs a nice set of uh, steak knives. Hmm. And then they go to the hardware section where he grabs a nice roll of duct tape. And the guy with knives for fingers tapes the knives onto Wes Craven's fingers. And Wes Craven goes to scratch his chin and cuts his face all up. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, awful. Um, yes. So he's disfigured now. And finally he goes, kn- Knife Hand Man says, oh, beautiful. It's perfect, complete. And he takes him into the mirror and he looks in the mirror. And then he has a great idea for Freddy Krueger. <laughs> and then he wakes up. Then he wakes up. And usually he wouldn't remember this, but I was sitting right next to his bed, and he was dictating his dream to me. So I kind of wrote the first script for Nightmare on Elm Street.
1: Wow, that's amazing. I hope you got at least a associate producer's credit.
0: Uh, uncredited, but mm-hmm. the checks still roll in.
1: So you helped create uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, and... Wes Craven also seemed to come up with Edward Scissorhands because that movie came out six years later.
0: (laughs) Yes. I I think, you know, maybe him and uh, Timmy. Uh, Timmy B. (laughs) Oh, Timothy, I call him. (laughs) Okay. I said, I can call you Timothy. He says, okay. Um. (laughs) So you helped with his dreams, too. I didn't so much help with them. I was just friends with Helena. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but yes, so... Um, yeah, so I'm I'm sure at some point Wes told Timothy about his dream of the scissor hand man.
1: But it all comes back to you. You are uh, the inspiration for so many... so many great artistic
0: oh, achievements. That is so kind of you to say. But... I think I'm more of uh, a documenter. Mm. I p- push push people in the right directions, but they do the work. Yes.
1: Yes, by telling them to. where to turn in their dreams.
0: <laughs> a lot of it just comes down to which way you turn in the hallway. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? That's amazing.
1: But you went to school for this. Yes. So it, there's obviously well, a lot of training. Yes.
0: I mean, I created my own... Uh, line of school. I went for, uh, to school for sales retail management.
1: (laughs) Did you happen to uh, (laughs) specialize in, perhaps, in outerwear?
0: Yes. As a matter of fact, I did parkas, sweaters. (laughs) Oh,
1: okay. Windbreakers, maybe. Yes. Raincoats. Trenchcoats. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Lettermans. Oh,
1: fancy. <laughs> Members only.
0: Leather. <laughs> <laughs> Ponchos. Pea. Ah.
1: <laughs> Peacoats.
0: <Pee> yes. <laughs> yes. So I'm quite knowledgeable about that. Yes, I see. I could... But I was able to turn that into a I come to the professor and I said, this is all interesting, but I incepted his dream kind of and convinced him to, to let me get a major in retail store management and dream coaching. So I'm certified.
1: Well, that was going to be another question of mine <laughs> uh, about inception. Are you allowed to incept people? Is that a real thing?
0: Well, I try not to, but sometimes it just happens, you know? Sometimes, you know, you have things in your head and perhaps a lot of stock in a certain company, and it just kind of comes out because it's on your mind all day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm
1: not quite sure what you're talking about, but... I Yeah, it's true. There is always a certain amount of, you know, yourself that goes into your work. It's hard to mm-hmm. avoid.
0: Yes. So, what do you think? Do you think you're cured? I, I think I'm definitely on
1: the road to recovery. Although, I am, yeah, feeling a bit chilly. I just came from hot, hot Montana, and now I'm in chilly
0: Minnesota. Well... My shift is just about up here, <laughs> at the hospital. Why don't you, I'll I'll. I'll tell my fuckboy to take a hike. You can <laughs> hop in next to me and my Maserati and we'll take a trip down to Burlington.
1: <laughs> oh, well that's lovely, yes. <laughs> Are they having a sale? Oh, always. <laughs> Then let's go I know baby. Exactly
0: where the discount rack is.
1: <laughs> well, I will get out of this dream and into your car. <laughs> and for but that's a different story. I'm Ronald Donaldson. We'll see you next time.